0: Some of us might be counting the days until we retire, while others might be dreading it.
1: Not knowing what retirement looks like or being afraid of it can keep you from fully experiencing what should be the best time of your life. We know too many people
0: who enter this phase either late, misdirected, or confused, and we're gonna
1: fix that. We're here to help guide you through this time of life so it's filled with happiness, excitement, fulfillment, and a sense of purpose. I'm
0: Mark Rollins. And I'm
1: Jody Rollins, and we're your hosts of this podcast and the couple behind Retirement Transformed. Together, we're changing the way people think about, plan for, and live in retirement.
0: This weekly podcast is adapted from our popular YouTube episodes, where we talk about a wide range of topics that affect people at different stages of their retirement journey.
1: This is everything retirement, except financial advice.
0: Make sure to subscribe and let's get going.
1: Words are the fuel of marriage. Think about that for a second. Everything else is transitory. Most of the time that you're together will be devoted to conversation. Did you make that up? I did not make that up. Yes, you did. That's actually a quote from Nietzsche, and we found it in the book Second Mountain.
0: You know... The sad thing that we found with many clients and friends is they're not as careful or deliberate with their communication as they could or should be.
1: You know, we've found studies that show the quality of the conversation actually becomes the quality of the marriage.
0: It does. And there's a lot at risk. So what is at risk? Well, if you can't have a good marriage with good um, communication, you're going to have an unhappy relationship, and you might find yourself walking around the house sad, depressed, lonely, and just ignoring each other.
1: You know, or you might find, your, find yourself in divorce. It's
0: true. Worst so, case scenario. It
1: is a worst case scenario for a lot of different reasons. And you might think to yourself, well, divorce numbers are down in the U.S., and they are some total. But over the past 10 years, divorce has actually increased significantly if you're over the age of 65.
0: And they call it great divorce. And it's a real thing as more couples leave the workplace, particularly if they both worked like we did and find themselves in the house full time together, it becomes difficult.
1: It does. It does. Now, we
0: we both um, are in a second blended marriage. We were both married before and uh, got divorced and now we've been married for almost 12 years almost 13 almost 13 is it the 13th year this year well that's could be lucky is that paper i hope it's not paper so when we got together and we began our relationship it was so critical for us to get this right really really important to do it the right way
1: different almost than the first time we had so much at risk You know, we had our six children, ages from, you know, not even teenagers up through their 20s. And each of the kids had their very own concern about us getting married. In fact, before Mark asked me to marry him, he asked my three daughters what they thought.
0: I did. And I sat down with the three of them uh, around October, November, because I wanted to do it during the holidays. We were having a big holiday party at the house. And one of the, two of the daughters said, absolutely, mom loves you. It's great. We should do it. One of the daughters said, no, I, I, I don't think you should get she engaged. She just didn't like the timing. I, I don't think you should get engaged during the holidays. Yeah. And she didn't like the timing and she had good reasons for that. She so, did. She did have so good reasons for that. So we put it off. But I think what that goes to is that when we were putting our family together, we really always put the children
1: first. Always. And, always. and you know, put them first. At the same time, we had two busy careers we both traveled a ton, and then we would like to travel together and travel as a right. family. I had never been a mother of sons. No,
0: and I'd never been a stepfather, uh, and I'd never had daughters in the house. So it was all new to us. You know, we had, Jody had, she has three daughters, and I have three sons, but at the time, she had twin 10-year-olds and a 12-year-old daughter. And I had boys ranging in age from maybe 22, 22 to, to 27. Oh, no, other seven. oh do, I, do I even know who they are? <laughs> I don't think so. But anyway, <laughs> it was tough. So one of the things we did was we got some counseling before we got married. We did. We thought it was important to really find out what the risks were and how to, how to get it right.
1: And kind of to the topic at hand, a lot of what we focused on was our communication and our communication style. And that communication resonated as well as, you know, with our kids. Right. We also read a lot of books um, to really try to set ourselves up for success.
0: So we read that, this book recently called The Second Mountain by David Brooks. And he's a New York Times columnist and author and a speaker. And his book is a fabulous book it is. for people entering this third phase of life.
1: You know, he but, really breaks down communication, though, into a pretty cool concept called bids and volleys. Right. And it's not his concept. He grabbed it from a bunch of other places. But we found it fascinating and wanted to share it with you today.
0: So what it did for us was it really helped us and bring to light a problem that existed that we didn't even know. We were frustrated sometimes in our communication, and this showed us really where a lot of that frustration came. So, a little background on how this works. It was a couple of weeks ago. I'm at the kitchen table, reading the the papers online and eating my breakfast, my- um, Oatmeal. Oatmeal, my fruit, my nuts, and really deep into what I was reading and having my breakfast.
1: I, on the other hand, was at the kitchen window, cleaning up the dishes. I had just done some juicing, so I was cleaning up. And if you've ever cleaned up a juicer, it takes a while. I was cleaning up the juicer and I happened to look outside and in one of our trees out the window, I saw not one, not two, but six cardinals perched in one tree outside. Now, cardinals in my family are near sacred. And if you see one, you have a lucky day. If you see two, it's even better. But I was over the moon and I kind of squealed and I said to Mark, oh, my God, there are six cardinals in one tree outside. I mean, my heart was racing.
0: And what did I do? Nothing. I kept eating and reading because I was deep. I know I heard her say something, but I was doing what I was doing. And I didn't do the right thing, was, which was to recognize not only that Jody said something, but to actually get up and go look.
1: Well, because they weren't going to be there forever. It wasn't like, you know, a static, you know, they were going to fly away. And and I was disappointed and frustrated. Right.
0: So mechanically, this is what happened. When Jody said to me, hey, look, there's six Cardinals outside. She's putting forth a conversation bid. Now you can think of any example at home with your partner uh, or spouse, but Jody's trying to start a conversation.
1: I mean, I was looking to engage. You were because you right. were
0: excited. You wanted to share that with right. me, but, but I didn't. I, I could have done what's called a tor- toward bed. I always had trouble with that word toward bed. I could stop what I'm doing, turn around and engage. But what, What did I do? I You ignored it. I'd ignored it. I should have gotten up and said, oh my God, that's amazing. Six cardinals, where are they?
1: And so what you did was a form of what's called an away bid. So he didn't really say anything. He just kind of ignored it or grunted or maybe made a noise of some kind. Um, So that's a form of away bid. Or you could have said something like, I'm eating, don't bother me, which would also be an away bid. right? Right. So if you think about conversations you've had recently with your spouse or partner, anyone in your life, do you see or can you break down who's engaging and who's right. either moving toward or away during the conversation? And it,
0: you know, it, we're going to talk in the end about some ideas on how to fix this, but really just to be aware of it. Because here's the thing. The math behind this says that marriages that succeed, they have five towards bids versus one against bid or turning away bid so if you can up your game a little bit by always going toward your partner as against against bid turning away bid you're going to have a better relationship.
1: And even not just formally against, even just ignoring, because I think a lot of conversation that's harmful is conversation that just doesn't happen, right? Are you
0: talking to me or to them? Kind of. Okay. So
1: let's talk about ways to avoid this. You know, Mark mentioned first, be aware of this in your relationship, right? Have a proactive talk with your partner about this and agree that you want to work on it. And we're not a big fan of keeping score, like five toward one away. Really?
0: Where's the chalkboard in the kitchen?
1: <laughs> but um, it is interesting when you're just mindful
0: of it. And set up, the second thing to do, is set up some rules around this and some guidelines. Make it fun, like I just did. You know, if I did it three times in a row, it would be great if Jody said to me, hey, you know, it's three to one right now on the away bids. You want to up your game a little bit? But you want to talk, you want to call each other out in a nice way and do it in a fun and caring way to make it make it fun. Uh, Because you don't want to use this as a way to say I'm a better person than you are. you got to work on this together.
1: You know, and it doesn't mean to say, and we're not here to tell you, to drop everything whenever your spouse or partner says something. But always try to respond. Right. Right? Listen to each other is the third thing and try to respond with a toward bid. So in
0: relationships, there are two types of people. There are masters. Now, masters like me, you were pointing to yourself. Oh, I wasn't. Yes, you were. Okay. Masters, like both of us, we're both (laughs) masters. We scan the social environment for things that we appreciate and say thank you for. That's what we do. Do we always do it? No, but we try to always do that just to be the masters of this bid and volley game.
1: And think about couples that you know or couples in your family Think about people that you know that do that. And when you have dinner with them, you say, like, I just loved being around them. They compliment each other. They say please and thank you. And it's like they really appreciate each other. And the opposite of that.
0: The opposite of the masters. Is the disaster.
1: You know, that person. And, you know, you may have some friends that do this, too, that are always scanning the social environment Looking for their partner's mistakes. Yeah. And that's a bad thing to do. And, you know, you might
0: have a bad day and you wake up and you just, you know, you start doing that again, call each other out, get it back on track because you've talked about this because you don't want to be that person that's always calling your partner out and being a disaster. You know, what's
1: interesting, divorce generally doesn't happen when the number of conflicts increase. It generally happens when the number of positive things decrease. Yeah, I
0: think that's important to note. So it's not, well, it's not. What it is, is if you have more positive interactions with your partner, you're going to have a healthier marriage. So it's really important to pay attention to how you bid in Bali in your communication. So call to action. Number one, we want you to be aware of this tendency, right? Yep. And keep track of this over the next week.
1: And really, really make a conscious effort to try to always respond with a toward bid. Talk with your partner about it, even talk to your children about it. You know, maybe this isn't an issue issue for you, and maybe you are already aware of it, but how can you move this message forward? It would just make everything better.
0: So like Jody said, this is our 13th year. I knew that, our anniversary's coming up in August. I know the date, I've got presents and everything picked out. But communication with a partner after being together for many years and 13 as many, it can stifle. So we wanna grow as partners and we want you to grow as partners to create the most amazing relationship ever that you can have.
1: And listen, if you enjoyed this, please share with your friends and subscribe by clicking the button below.
0: And we put a couple of links. We want you to join our free Facebook community. The link is in the notes. Thank you so much for listening today. And we look forward to being with you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
1: We hope you enjoyed this podcast.
0: Jody and I started Retirement Transformed after we both left successful careers.
1: We were surprised by the lack of information surrounding retirement. Other than typical financial advice, there was no roadmap to guide us in any way.
0: We knew we wanted to reinvent the meaning of retirement. We wanted more out of this next phase of life. And so we started researching, experiencing, and ultimately began this Retirement Transform movement to help you also live your best retirement life.
1: Thousands of people have already joined this movement, and they've expressed to us how they also want to change the expectation of what it means to be retired.
0: We're living longer than ever before. People are retiring earlier. So this retirement phase of life is the longest it's ever been.
1: And our generation and the individuals who are nearing retirement are more active and engaged than ever.
0: We're starting new businesses in retirement. We're traveling the world, learning new hobbies, and changing our habits and routines to allow for a more healthy and fulfilling lifestyle.
1: This is what the Retirement Transform podcast is all about. If you like our podcast, please subscribe to be notified of our latest episodes and share it with your friends. Follow us on
0: YouTube where we release new episodes every Wednesday at 4 p.m.
1: You can also find us on Instagram at Retirement Transformed on Facebook and on our website, retirementtransformed.com.
0: Thank you for listening.